Hello and welcome to the Solo Travel Woman podcast. My name is Sarah and I am a huge travel enthusiast and also the host of the show. I am so excited you are here. Women join this show so they can become empowered and inspired to get out into the world as their true authentic selves and say no to all the fears and stereotypes that surround solo travel. But that isn't all we do. We also inspire women in their everyday lives, whether it's at home, in business, or of course, my favorite area, traveling. So I invite you to sit back, enjoy the show, and become one of our empowered solo travel women. Hello, solo travelers. Welcome to another episode of the Solo Travel Woman podcast. Today, I'm inviting you to join me as we explore, learn, and celebrate the world of solo female travel. Whether you're a seasoned globe trotter or someone just venturing into the magical realm of solo travel, this episode is going to be for you. And today's topic is a gem. It's all about navigating the cultural differences as a solo female traveler. As a woman traveling alone, we often encounter unique scenarios that enrich our journey and broaden our horizons. Our understanding and respectful approach towards these cultural variations can really shape our experiences significantly. So today I wanna really take time to break that down for you. Firstly, understanding and respecting cultural norms. So picture this, you're in a bustling market in Marrakesh surrounded by vibrant colors, smells, and sounds. Suddenly you realize your casual summer attire might not be the most appropriate in this setting. This can be a very jarring experience and it highlights the importance of what I always stress, which is researching prior to getting on any airplane or anything like that, the cultural norms of your destination. So again, your trip starts well before you get on that train plane, automobile, (laughs) and get to your destination. So here's a really good tip. Use reliable online resources or travel books to really learn about the cultural expectations in the destination you're going to. There's dress codes, social norms, and even the proper way to greet someone can vary widely throughout the world. Make a quick list of these on your phone or if you happen to have a copy of the Solo Travel Woman podcast or Solo Travel Woman Guide, it will come in extremely handy. Now let's delve into gender dynamics. This is important. So in some cultures, women might not initiate a handshake with a man, or it might be seen as inappropriate to dine alone in public spaces. You know, not everywhere is where you're from. And as a solo traveler, these norms can be quite challenging to navigate. But awareness is that first step to truly understanding. So it is crucial to note that cultural norms are not absolute and can vary within regions. So don't hesitate to ask for advice from a local or fellow female travelers because they can provide those insights into the nuanced realities of these dynamics. Moving into engagement with the local communities. Remember that each interaction is an opportunity for cultural exchange. Being considerate about images you capture, the conversations you initiate, the questions you ask is crucial. Not everything is meant for our lenses of curiosity. So before you take that photo or ask that question, pause for a moment. Consider whether it might be intrusive or inappropriate. As a tip, practice the ask first rule. 
for photographs, personal questions, or even entering sacred spaces. It's a simple practice that will show respect and awareness and ultimately leave you feeling comfortable and those around you feeling comfortable. And despite these challenges, the rewards of experiencing diverse cultures as a solo female traveler are boundless. You're gonna gain a deeper understanding into the insights of the human experience and really enrich your understanding of the world and forge those connections that can turn to lifelong relationships. Now here, let's talk about solo travel safety. <laughs> Always be cautious about sharing personal details with strangers. Keep your accommodation details private and really ensure, as always, that someone back home has your full itinerary. Familiarize yourself with local emergency services and keep a list of important contact numbers. The tip for this one is to always have a plan B, a secondary accommodation option and an alternate route back to your hotel or backup of important documentation. It can be a lifesaver. I always leave my copy of my passport with someone. I always look you know, okay, if this doesn't work out, here's another place I can go. And trust your instinct in these moments because ultimately you only have yourself to rely on. And that is extremely, you know, it's extremely valuable information to know. Now let's go into tackling communication barriers and how to overcome them. We've all had those moments of miming desperately in a market or using smartphones to translate essential phrases. The key here is preparation and patience. Learn a few common words and phrases, greetings, thank you, help, and of course, food items. You will be really surprised how far just even knowing please and thank you can go in the local language. No one is gonna take offense if you mispronounce something or if you try and maybe mess up and stumble around the word. I think it's so important that we take those moments and that time to understand and appreciate the language and really try to connect with the local people through it. Experiences with local cuisine. So there's more to food than just taste. It's a gateway into culture. Embrace that local cuisine, but also be aware of dining etiquette. For instance, did you know in Japan, it's considered polite to slurp your noodles? But try that in England, you'll probably raise an eyebrow. <laughs> or two. So really understand what are those local etiquette customs. And then I know there's some places when I was in Peru, um, koi is a meal, which is guinea pig. And obviously most people are like, ew, absolutely not. But I tried it because at the end of the day, I'm in somewhere new and I'm in their local culture and I want to really immerse myself. And so I'm going to try different things that might be outside my comfort zone just to have that experience. Also being aware of spiritual practices around the globe. As a guest in a different country, it's essential to respect religious customs. Research before you visit places of worship and dress appropriately. Follow that local etiquette because it's not just respectful, but it's going to enrich your experience. You know, if you're traveling to Morocco during Ramadan, you need to know certain things are going to be closed during the day. It's not going to be as catered to tourists during that time because they're fasting and you want to respect that. You might run into cranky people because I'm sorry, who wouldn't be hangry if you're fasting all day? You know, so really take time to know what is happening religious wise in the area you're going to at certain times of the year, because some different religions are more prominent in different countries and it can affect your experience if you don't take time to acknowledge, research and respect it. 
Around hostels, homestays, and hotels, remember to respect those shared spaces and understand local rules around the accommodation. For instance, in many European hostels, it's common courtesy to keep quiet after 10 p.m. And also don't underestimate the value of a padlock. <laughs> I always bring suitcase luggage and what I do is I secure my suitcase to my bed um, so it can't be like tampered with, et cetera, or taken. But know that when you're in these shared spaces, you're sharing it with other people that are also gonna be from other cultures and from around the world. So take time to respect that and be open-minded and not so stuck in your ways that you can't enjoy your experience. Solo travel can be extremely transformative. I've said that before. And each of us have unique tales of overcoming those challenges and really growing stronger, whether it's successfully negotiating taxi fare or hiking solo in the Himalayas. Celebrate those moments because they're going to be your badges of courage and independence. And so navigating public transportation while around the world, each country is going to have its own unique systems, quirks, and etiquettes. Some cities are gonna offer, you know, offering a seat to an elderly or pregnant woman is not just polite, but it's going to be expected. So do your research and keep a map handy and download apps like City Mapper to help you navigate. And when in doubt, just ask someone. Cultural festivals and celebrations are windows into the soul of a place. It allows you to immerse yourself and really see what's fun. When I was in Peru, it was um, the sun god celebration and the parades and festivals were just absolutely marvelous. And to take part in that was the coolest experience. And they are extremely vibrant, lively, and could be a hell of a lot of fun. But remember, while it's a party for you, it might be a very sacred ceremony for locals. So enjoy, but respect the traditions and customs of what is happening. And lastly, as we come to back to sustainable tourism, as travelers, we must respect not only the culture, but also the environment where we're guests in. Simple practices like avoiding using single-use plastic, not littering, is going to make a big difference. And when buying souvenirs, support local artisans because it's a great way to contribute to the local economy. So... In conclusion, I just want to say that navigating cultural differences as a solo female traveler, it can be challenging, especially if you don't do your research. But at the end of the day, it's all part of the adventure. It's all about learning and growing and broadening our horizons. And remember, respect, patience, and a sense of humor is going to be your best companions on this journey. So thank you again for listening to this episode. And until next time, please keep exploring, keep learning, and keep embracing the adventure that is solo travel. I just wanna give a huge shout out to our sponsors, Tourlina, Little Passports, and Spotify for Podcasters. This wouldn't be possible without any of them or without any of you. And so if you could, on whatever platform you choose to listen to the Solo Travel Woman podcast on, whether it's Apple, Spotify, Google, any of those, please give us a rating, drop a little bit of a review. It really goes a long way and we would appreciate it so much. And until next time, happy traveling.